It's your boy, the one and only Ace Witch, aka the Tang Top Titan, aka the Subaru Savior, aka the Nicola Master. <laughs> Bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights. Um, man. Uh, to say this week has been crazy is a pure um, understatement. It really is. So uh, I'm at least not one to really talk about current events as much. Um, then I guess say maybe other people, but uh, I definitely like to address um, specifically um, very, very um uh, understandably understandably justified um straight up murder of uh george floyd um i i got around to actually seeing the old video which boy man it is just it is just infuriating man i ain't gonna lie i broke down a little bit um just the, just the pure, I can't even describe it, like the pure just, yeah, I cannot even really explain it. Just the pure, just, just how he's able to get away with doing something like that. And, you know, just the sadistic enjoyment he, uh, he got out of it and just, very infuriating. Yeah, man, I was, if you want to get angry, that's definitely, uh, a way to do so. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, obviously something like that, that's been happening. What for like the hundredth, who knows how many other times that haven't been actually recorded of, uh, you know, these corrupt crooked police officers getting away with like straight up murder. It's just, it's disappointing. It's, 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 it's infuriating. It's freaking. It really, uh, it really makes you feel some type of way. And even, even with that fact that just even anybody, you know, of color, include myself, I could just be minding my business, trying not to do any harm to anybody and just get innocently, um, you know, just killed just because of who I am as a person. It's just, uh, just a frequent reminder, especially in the current crazy times. We're still in a pandemic. It's all bad, man. It really is. Um, but definitely justice for George Floyd. Cause yeah, man, that's, straight up murder recorded full high definition uh in terms of what was done man it was just not really is not right and of course you know all the other people that have passed just to name a few Trayvon Martin um um Marbury and uh it's it uh yeah it definitely got to me for real because it's it's real man it's real man 
just the fact that you don't mean any harm and you could just be just killed just like that. Just because some, you know, AK member disguised as a police officer presenting a facade of justice and doing right by uh by the justice system getting away with murder man really hope justice gets his ass in terms of the judicial system which boy seeing some of the the news and stuff that was coming out just freaking real real infuriating really is but at least with all this craziness at least for myself and hopefully maybe for fellow listeners watchers try to bring some levity out of all of this because shit is getting real man it's getting real I mean it was real before but just the just frequent reminders hey Hey, this is real is uh very, very much there and apparent. So at least I want to speak in terms of specifically the, uh, you know, the, the looting and the riots, um, specifically on my end is totally justified. <laughs> I understand it. Sure. People can argue and say, Hey, it's not good. It's, 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 it's what, are, what, what, what justification are they going to do that for whatever? Like you, why are you going to innocent companies and yada, yada, yada. But I mean, people are angry and very upset over an innocent black man getting killed. Um, not showing any evidence of, you know, resisting, but even on top of that, um, do getting his, get, getting his neck, uh, sat on for like nine minutes not even letting up and then you see the dude just sadistically like freaking enjoying it choking the dude out I totally understand it so and and the most upsetting part too at least is for some people just the fact that People are straight up, you know, <laughs> more concerned about the stores than the actual this innocent black man that's just getting killed. Got got straight murdered in front of everybody. It's um Very upsetting, really is. It's the it's the climate we living in, man. Racism is still alive and strong. And it's very unfortunate. <sighs> but either way, that's uh. I mean, to start on a, a hard note, but that had to you know had to address that because it's it's real, it's real and valid, you know really is uh, either way um let's <laughs> stop the dilly dallying and get into the news to try to 
bring some levity to this craziness, get my mind off stuff to have, to be honest. Um, first topic of discussion, the Xbox series X. So I think we kind of knew a little bit about this before terms of back. I want to say maybe a month or two ago, uh, in terms of, uh, the announcement that basically just through some weird voodoo magic that, um, backwards compatible games, or even, I guess, older games like 360, I think potentially original Xbox, uh, you of course can play on your Xbox one X currently with, you know, uh, depending on the game boosted, uh, resolution and frame rate in some cases. But, uh, I think now we know that, uh, specifically with HDR, which is still kind of crazy to wrap my head around, uh, that you, some games can actually support, um, I guess, retroactive HDR or basically, um, backwards compatible HDR, if that makes sense. So essentially I believe through some AI trickery and, and other variables, um, in essence, you could, or at least up to the developers of maybe the previous games, I think, uh, probably partially on Xbox as well, um, can make games that aren't HDR actually HDR in terms of, you know, boosting the light levels and, and giving color more pop in terms of, you know, the, the main points of HDR and at least seeing some of it in action, it's pretty crazy how, uh, how they can do it, but it seems legit. But I mean, ultimately we'll have to wait and see until, um, we, uh, you know, get our hands on Xbox one series X, but just the thought of that alone is pretty damn awesome. Um, I'm looking at some of the, some of it on the Xbox website specifically. I think I'll just quote this paragraph. Uh, the team was not content on just one, just not content to just rely on the increased hardware performance to improve your playing experience. Experience. The team developed new platform level capabilities to ensure all of your games continue to get even better. In partnership with the Xbox Advanced Technology Group, Xbox Series X delivers a new innovative HDR reconstruction technique, which enables the platform to automatically add HDR support to games. As this technique is handled by the platform itself, it allows us to enable HDR with zero impact to the game's performance, and we can also apply it to the Xbox 360 original Xbox 360 and original Xbox titles developed almost 20 years ago, well before the existence of HDR. That is crazy. That is crazy. That just to be able to retroactively add HDR and have it make sense is, uh, is pretty surreal. If, if it actually delivers on the promise, but at least based on some of like the demo footage and stuff like that, it seems pretty, pretty dope. Um, very curious to see it play out in like fruition for sure. Um, 
Wow. Retroactively implement HDR. At least at the surface, it seems very complicated to even like get that in there. But at least from stuff I've seen and how they, uh, at least their intent, it's, uh, it's going to be crazy if it actually delivers. Definitely be one big selling point for, uh, Xbox to really put it in there, you know, make that, make that, make that, make, make that HDR, HDR, make, make it pop. But in this case, popping colors and other things instead of, you know, popping like, you know, not sure where I was going, but I guess I was thinking of Xbox as a woman and a woman will pop, but you know, that doesn't really very add up. So, uh, moving on <laughs> and, uh, console next gen console related news as well. Uh, so, uh, the man, the myth, the legend in the, the video game journalism, uh, realm, Jason Schreier apparently has a scoop that, uh, the PS five reveal event is going to be next week. Uh, Wednesday, June 3rd to be exact. So I think there's been actually a lot of other rumors around this in terms of like game reveals and stuff like that, which I think we'll technically get onto a little bit later, but, um, yeah, apparently there's going to be a PlayStation five game reveal event. And I guess that's the part I'm, I'm curious about in terms of specifically the the reveal aspect. So like, I really hope that we'll finally see what the damn console looks like for sure. Outside of all this, you know, fake mock-up images and stuff. Um, I'm very curious to see what it does actually look like aside from the controller, which, you know, of course can give you like a hint of what it may look like, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I really want to know. I really want to know, really got to know. Yeah, I'm going to be very disappointed if we do not get to see what the actual console looks like next week. That's just going to be super bummer. Super bummer, man. I really think they do. They will. They've been dick teasing for I don't know how long. It's, It's time. Sony. It's time. Okay. It's time. All right. Xbox is, is, is making it look real, 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 uh, weird right now, just to say the least. So come on, come on, Sony. Don't do this. Don't do it. But yeah, I guess it would kind of make sense since technically next week would be hypothetically when E3 generally starts up anyway. So I really think, yeah, they have to at this point because just showing just games and not the actual console yet again, after all this, this time has passed and events have passed. Just, uh, I think they would be doing a very bad job of that. They have to, at some point we know it's, it exists and for them to not show anything so far away, especially uh, if, if it's going to be releasing, you know, in November 
or which is generally based off our past history has always been the time frame it would normally um drop so yeah june july august september october november yeah that's like what seven seven months wait a minute let me let me save myself june july august september october november six all right Soft by one. All right. I'm, I'm not the best, best at math. Okay. All right. Thank you. I corrected myself. Okay. You're welcome. So, um, yeah, six months has got to be next week for sure. They got to start building up the marketing, getting people what warmed up to the form factor. Um, yeah. Hex. No stop it um so yeah cool sticking with um ps5 or playstation in general more more so uh boy that last of us state of play which uh premiered um yesterday Basically, we got a pretty good in-depth look at uh, pretty much all of The Last of Us. Well, uh, at least what Naughty Dog wanted to show us outside of those leaks that dropped, um, what, uh, roughly a month, I want to say, from now. So, yeah, boy. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. So I guess I'll just, you know, kind of briefly summarize what what was shown in the trailer. So they basically did it started off with Neil Druckmann giving a kind of rundown of of pretty much, you know, uh the 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 general story starting out, which is understandable. It wasn't anything like super spoilery or anything like that. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. All right. Understandable. So uh, in regards to like the game, it's takes place a couple years after the first one. Um, and then I guess they went to a drastically different uh, area. I think Idaho. I want to say Idaho. I'm probably wrong, but I think Idaho or Wisconsin think Wisconsin, but either way they set up kind of like a restart reset on life it seemed like Um, but then pretty much that's kind of the impression I got that you know going back to the same themes of revenge and and things like that that they've kind of been instilling in the previous trailers or uh, the announcement in general um, that's kind of impression I got uh, it was very still interesting that we didn't see we didn't see um, Joel as much, which is very very um, I say concerning and very uh, kind of a big room for speculation. I mean, it's uh, maybe they're just doing it intentionally to kind of like you know give you a red herring or something like that. But um, 
yeah, it's very weird. I'll just say that he's not in any of the trailers. But then again, that might be it might be a huge spoiler for, you know, however they're trying to present the story anyway. So yeah, so they pretty much generally did that. And then um, just just explain like some of that enemies that you're going to come across. I think this is the first time we've actually seen the infected. I don't recall seeing them in any of the previous trailers, at least. But if anything, this is definitely the first time we've seen the infected kind of uh, emphasized or, you know, yeah, I guess more or less emphasize on in terms of how they come into play. Uh, one big awesome thing I loved about that uh, actually was towards the end of the first game, they kind of had a little bit of it, but not enough for you to like, you know, like this is really cool, but uh, they did have the cool. Um, I forgot. I feel like there should be a term for this, but basically when your enemy my enemy what's that term my enemy is your enemy my enemy your enemy is a friend of mine something like that where basically uh there are situations at least they showed in the trailer that if there is um i guess fireflies in the other faction which i can't remember and then um infected you can actually have them fight uh amongst each other, which you can only do, you can only do like once or twice in the first one. Uh, but now it seems like it's going to probably be somewhat more common in the second one, which is, is great. That's definitely a very welcome improvement to kind of, you know, kind of bring some levity and um, from a gameplay standpoint, some quick, I guess, the equivalent of a turret and every game that like gives you like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is not, this is an empowering moment to uh to play. So that's gonna be cool. Uh, at least from what they hinted at, it seems like that's gonna be somewhat more common than what it was in the first one. So I am all for that. So really hope that does fully flesh out like it should. Uh, then after that, I think they pretty much they definitely gave you a good hint in terms of the, the stinger about uh you know some of the new infect that we've not seen before at least you know uh in comparison to the previous game which is very uh interesting but definitely loved it uh i i i you know some trailers you're very concerned that like uh is this gonna be real spoilery like uh freaking what final fantasy resident evil 3 they had like some straight spoilery uh trailers that i thankfully avoided um before playing them. So I, I'm, I was very pleased with the last of us trailer from that aspect, not like straight spoil and stuff that you don't really want spoiled before playing the game, even for, you know, fans of the game. Um, which I think Neil probably has a very good knack and, you know, sense of, well, I mean, especially considering the leaks already. So, um, <laughs> that was one awesome aspect too. Is that, um, oh man. Uh, oh yeah. They, uh, he, uh, whoever disabled the comments <laughs> for that trailer, which is very understandable. Cause you know, 
it would have been spoiler city, spoiler city in them YouTube comments for sure. So, um, yeah, so they basically, after that, they went deep in depth, uh, with, a I guess a specific gameplay segment in the game and basically, you know, showed some aspects, uh, specifically like the stealth aspects as well as, uh, you know, the implementation of dogs, which we did see in the, the first, first couple trailers, I think, um, <laughs> straight, uh, animal brut- uh, brutality, animal, animal cruelty where, uh, <laughs> they show Ellie throwing a damn Molotov at the dog and the guy, uh, on that, that was, uh, on, on him with a leash and, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh nope, we can't see that. They 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 were very quick to cut away from the dog. I guess more than likely not have PETA PETA up in arms. This is this outrage. I've had it. Jim, call them. Call them. Alright. They hurt kibbles too much. Lawsuit. But no. Um Outside of that, I mean, honestly, more of the same. Uh, they did show some cool aspects of like, you know, being able to actually go pro now, which you definitely weren't able to do in the first one. Um, I guess the scent system, which is, you know, specifically more towards going back to the dogs being implemented. Um, but outside of that, more or less what you know and love with The Last of Us, probably maybe I'm certain more surprises stuff there of course the crafting system is back um you know in terms of making various types of items um and yeah just the brutality the brutality is there and in full um boy uh they show one part where like uh, ellie uh went upside the head of somebody with a two by four or i think it was a dirty two by four that had like some uh either nails or uh, sharp ends and clock the hell out of whoever that was. She ain't, she is, she isn't here with us anymore. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> she, man, clock the hell out of her, man. Knocked out. But, um, pretty much after that, it was more or less the same, uh, just a specific segment and then you know they gave us some stinger like i don't know you or i knew you or something like that uh that basically she was familiar with this person that they just came across which at least to us we don't know who that is until till you play june 19th so <laughs> i forgot about the one aspect too oh man oh man i was talking about it on twitter too um, basically that, uh, <laughs> they had a straight, straight up Vita reference. <laughs> That's messed up, man. <laughs> Neil need to leave, uh, Neil need to leave PS Vita alone. I really do. So they, uh, I think it actually started with this. So basically is a girl playing a Vita. Um, so Ellie came up behind her, uh, questioned her, uh, with a knife to her throat. And, you know, she said, blah, blah, blah. I don't know anything. Oh, no, just leave me alone. And then as soon as she, uh, you know, let go, she's like, oh, no, I'm going to get you. And then basically <laughs> stabbed her ass in the throat with a hotline Miami playing in the background. 
or playing on the game. Um, at least what a lot of keen eye people uh, pointed out. It's hard to get it. I guess you have to have your volume really loud, uh, really loud, but um, it did. It did actually seem like it was Highline Miami, at least. Um, from what I played, I definitely played and beat that game, but um, it's very hard to see, but I definitely could see it. Apparently, you can hear like the music in full as well as the. I know I saw the picture or, you know, the screen of the PS Vita, but. Ah, man, that one hurt deep. That cut deep. RIP Vita. All right. All right. Going too soon. Okay. I'm going to be very mad if uh, this game doesn't have Vita support in terms of remote play with a specific um, controller scheme that uh, supplements PS Vita, which a lot of games don't, even though, you know, technically you can use remote play for everything uh any ps ps4 game that you're playing but i don't know about that one so <laughs> and then all the jokes <laughs> understandably neil neil and naughty dog they knew what they were doing <laughs> they um uh, <laughs> uh i guess uh polygon made a, a article about uh and last was two, you kill the last PS Vita player. <laughs> this is horrible. It's horrible. I hate it, but I love it at the same time. Um, what else? It was another joke. Oh yeah. Somebody on Twitter, um, presumably everybody else. Um, uh, Sony, when people, when people ask about PS Vita. <laughs> so. Ah, man, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Could have been a better send off for Vita guys. I'm just saying, but like, what message did that send? What message does that send? Kill people who love, just love their Vita. Just love playing on the Vita, you know, tragic, tragic. I tell you as a joke, they should bring the last of us to Vita. Just saying. I mean, technically you could if you do the remote play thing, but you know what I mean. Nonetheless, <laughs> all in all, very good, very tasteful trailer. Um, didn't spoil anything. I didn't feel spoiled. Like uh, I didn't want to know that because uh, it's been some. It's been some trailers for sure lately that I'm like, ah, didn't really want to know that. But I guess, okay, I'll, I know that coming in now. But I felt like I got a good gist of what to expect somewhat. But at the same time, not too spoiled. Uh, just getting a brief synopsis of, like, the plot before starting. Um, but not to the point where, like, uh, I, did, I didn't wish I didn't. I wish I didn't know that. So very good job, Naughty Dog, Neil Druckmann. I thoroughly enjoyed that trailer. All the more hyped to play when uh, June 19th comes around. So sticking to PS5 exclusive or PS, I don't know, I keep, well, PS5 is kind of coming in a vernacular a lot, but sticking to PS4 news uh, with Street Fighter V. 
apparently, well, it was weird. Uh, I guess there was an announcement for announcement, which I mean, let's stop that. Everybody, people in the game industry, I mean, anywhere, really. Let's let's not let's not do announcements for announcements. Some just very. Very like very like should have been an email type type vibes, you know, it's like what is this got our attention just for this? I guess. Okay. You know, I'm that's just me, I guess. But no, let's 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 end announcements for an announcements in 2020. Hopefully. Hopefully, if we're alive, <laughs> if we're alive by then considering a lot of the drastic stuff has been happening, but I digress. So with street fighter having this announcement for an announcement, we actually got the announcement as still dumb when I think about it. We, we did actually get the announcement that, um, street fighter five will have an additional fifth season with five more characters. So, this seems to be the penultimate last update, if anything, I would assume. But um, yeah, so season five, five characters, and uh, that's pretty much all we got. We didn't get any teaser outside outside of that or nothing. So just to. Uh, Let's check here. So yeah, there's a costume contest for people to submit some entries for any of the characters currently in the roster. So after that, yeah, so there's final season five, which will have five more characters, but they, of course they want to do the weird Roman numeral or number thing, but they want to go with Roman numeral. So we're going, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a quote. We know our players are wondering what's next for Street Fighter 5. So we have some exciting news to share. Due to the positive reception to Season 4 in Champion Edition, we are planning to do a final Season 5, which will add 5 more characters to the roster, 3 new stages, and no, 3 new stages are also being planned. That's all for now, but we'll be back later this summer to share more details regarding the new content coming to Street Fighter V. For now, please continue enjoying everything included in Champion Edition. Stay safe, and thank you again for all the support. So, yeah, we at least got a confirmation, but yet nothing definitive. So, uh, definitely leads to a lot of speculation of who those five characters are going to be. Um, I think if anything, it's gotta be something, uh, in terms of, um, well, I actually, I don't even know. Don't even know. <laughs> she and me in addition. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's hard to guess what, um, what could be next. But my guess is definitely, or at least personally, I would want. It would make sense, though. I mean, Dudley, he's got to, I mean, we, we got to have the gentleman back, you know? We got to. 
All right. I I would just like to fight like a gentleman. That's maybe what a lot of people want too. You never know. That's at least one character I definitely would. Well, at least I've been saying this since season one, but maybe this time there might be a chance or, or Capcom could just be like, I don't give a damn about what any of y'all want. Just doing all these completely new characters that is cool. I mean, but I think we got enough new characters that I personally would like um, more, more familiar characters or characters that feel like either it's been a long time since they've been in Street Fighter or I really like, I guess, but I knew, no, I'm good. I'm good on a new Ryu. I think what we got like three already, technically you got what Ryu, Evil Ryu and, uh, what was his name? Darn it. Doesn't come to me. What is his name? What is his name? That's true. Yeah. Goku has Dragon Ball Z has what? <laughs> 10, 10 Gokus. Kage. That's who it is. Kage. Um, yeah, I'm good on that. Um, yeah, just I'm all for more diverse diversified characters. Um, just characters that are very different than what we have. Uh, oh Yeah. I wouldn't mind him. He'd be cool. He'd be cool. Uh, the officer from Final Fight, that one dude, that one cop boss, he'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah, Dudley. If I if I would guess, if I would guess, uh, I for sure would think Dudley would be in there for sure at least. Balrog needs somebody to fight with equally somewhat. Um, I feel like, yeah, actually this has kind of been like the final fight edition of street fighter. If, if there was one, um, yeah, that's a lot of potential to pull from. I would say the one dude from, uh, final fight three, uh, the one guy that is, hasn't been put in the game or was it two? I forgot the one dude with the long flowing hair that you could play as and the other guy that's in three specifically wouldn't mind them. Um, I can't think of anybody else that, uh, would make sense. I mean, trying to not put my bias in there, but, um, Definitely Q. Q would I, I would like, even though we kind of got him as a um, G, but uh, it would be cool having a fully fledged Q. Um, yeah, it's man. Yeah, I guess it would only kind of have to be newish characters. Newer, newish or deviations of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's some random guards that 
nobody has no recollection of. Oh, he was in the background in uh in um Alpha One. Like, all right, sure. No type of <laughs> demand for him, but sure, let's let's drop him in there. So all in all, I hope they do make some smart decisions in terms of um the characters that at least that fans want. Um, rather than, you know, just going off the cuff and giving us more of what we don't want or just reskins, talent swaps of uh, existing people. So, yeah, moving on. Um, Boy, so, man, I don't think anybody really saw this coming, but uh, damn, Dead by Daylight. Uh, dropped this trailer last or no Tuesday that actually uh, has Silent Hill involvement. So we got we got Heather Mason from Silent Hill three. We got Pyramid Head from Silent Hill two, or at least premiered in Silent Hill two. I think he showed up in other games uh, after the main trilogy or quadrilogy. Of Silent Hill, and then, but I mean, obviously, he's been the most iconic enemy out of Silent Hill overall. But yeah, they are freaking gonna be DLC for Dead by Daylight, man. It's crazy, crazy. Cool. Thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate it. So, um, yeah, that is crazy, man. Silent Hill. So that's kind of starting to add more credence to um, those Silent Hill rumors, um, specifically in regards to the reboot. Um, I guess somewhat for the, what was the other rumor? It was a reboot and then, oh yeah, it was another rumor regarding potentially rebooting, not rebooting, but uh picking back up the uh, Silent Hills project, uh, you know, with the famous PT PT trailer. So I don't know, man, at least it, it does show good, good, uh, will that, um, Silent Hill is starting to get involved with games again and not us having yet another chinko, machine for Silent Hill hit the lever, you know, with the uh Jim Quisition. I watch a little bit of him too. But man, um it's gonna be crazy. Uh definitely that's definitely getting me to uh re- start playing Dead by Daylight again. Um yeah man Heather looks good for a character model and like you know current day I forgot too that they yeah there is a another skin for Heather that uh, has her as Lisa Garland from the original Silent Hill Uh, man all good I'm very much for this probably one little gripe if I could have is that it would have been cool to be um, um, Harry Mason or James forgot his last name, but James from uh, Silent Hill 2. Um, 
I'm, it's very weird that he isn't included, especially considering the DLC normally has normally has um, a male or female character in most cases. If 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 it if they're able to, um, this definitely would have made sense. But I don't know. Maybe they just don't want people to super speculate or. I don't know, go off the cuff. I don't, I don't even know to be honest, but, um, would have been cool. Maybe they're potentially saving it for, uh, later in, later in this summer that maybe they might, well, at least I guess that kind of loops back to some rumors going back towards the PS five event, a uh, game event that it's more than likely that we're going to get some announcement regarding Silent Hill, I guess specifically the reboot, uh, even though it's kind of in the air at the moment, like <laughs> it's been a lot of drama. Uh, as you guys may know, I'm, I frequent a reset era a lot. So I scour the forums there. And uh, at least in regards to the announcement of um or the rumors of the next Silent Hill games that it might, uh, it's been a, it's some, 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 uh, a little kerfuffle in terms of like one source is saying that, no, I don't think it's going to come out. And one is saying that it is going to be announced, um, this at this PS five event. So it's going to be a put up a shut moment for sure. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, definitely. So, yeah, yeah, man, it's kind of hard to believe. It's the first we're seeing of like Silent Hill, I guess, being used in game form. It's going to be cool to see how they both play. Well, I mean, obviously, we know how the survivors play, I guess, her perks and stuff. And oh, yeah, man. This is it's it's kind of fascinating to see how they got this to work too. I don't know. It seems like considering all the stuff that's happened in the past, Silent Hill maybe has been kind of difficult to, you know, at least getting something like this off the ground. Uh, you know, with Konami. But it will make sense, especially if they're trying to promote a game, at least in this case, um, a reboot, if true, to uh kind of get off the ground. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, oh yeah. I forgot. Also Akira Yamaoka, the man who blessed, blessed the, uh, previous games, uh, the original games, at least, uh, with, uh, with that magnificent soundtrack. Um, he's, he, I think he made the theme for, uh, Dead by Daylight or the remix theme, I think more or less when you're playing as either, or I guess, yeah, more so when you're playing as uh, Pyramid Head. Since that normally sets up, it's been a minute since so I played Dead by Daylight, but normally the theme is dependent on the, um, I forgot what they call the enemies. So there's a survivor and then what is the term for the, I forgot the term for the enemy, but basically the enemy, um, there. So 
I don't know, man. It's starting to add a little credence to the rumors. So hopefully we'll find out next week when we get that glorious, glorious PS5 announcement. So, yeah. And just weird, like, Fortnite is just taking off news. Uh, boy. So, apparently, uh, I guess specifically from Jeff Keighley, um, Nola North, uh, you know, solidified actor for doing a lot of stuff um, with his premiere movie, Tenet, which I think is, I want to say it's coming out in theaters this Friday or next or theaters, whatever that means now at this point. But I think after that, potentially, um, not even potentially, it's kind of solidified. He's going to release the movie to be played across the whole Fortnite game, which is super weird. So basically, uh, if you have Fortnite, which is free, you'll be able to watch this movie at full length for anybody that wants to watch. Uh, I think kind of in the same, think in the same plane as uh, the Travis, Travis Scott Fortnite concert, where basically it's a, you know, uh, a timed event that you have to see at that particular time. I guess they didn't confirm that, but it seems like that would make the most sense. So yeah, a full length screening. So basically the whole movie you would see through Fortnite, which is weird, man. You can see a full legitimate movie through Fortnite. Something so weird about that, I guess because it's, Two completely, not completely different, but two different mediums like coming together in a weird way where it doesn't seem like or feel like they're related. Again, I'm not, I guess I'm not familiar with the movie itself. Maybe it does have a strong connection with video games, but that is like, it's weird. It's weird, man. I guess hard to fathom just something like this happening. I mean, obviously we've seen a lot of involvement with, you know, movie premieres and releases like Avengers and John wick and, uh, what else? It was some big movie crossover, not necessarily big, but decent. Ah, man, it was some other movie that I can't remember, but, um, man, that's just so weird weird but actually i probably i'm very curious I, I i think i would just want to watch this just out of pure curiosity to see how it is especially you know missing out on the whole uh travis scott Fortnite concert um so yeah boy if you want to you know watch tenant or wait for it you can just watch it through Fortnite. you don't have to I have to get the bootleg version, you know, people, people walking on the screen, but you're not in the, in the theater, but you're watching it from your TV. From somebody who recorded it from like handy cam or something. Have no fear. Fortnite is here. So take that for what you will. Well, I guess. Sticking in movie news, movie game related news. 
apparently Sonic, uh, the hedgehog sequel is confirmed to be in the works and the director of the first movie, Jeff Fowler will be directing it again. So nice, nice. So it's cool uh, that we'll actually see um, Sonic and Tails. Um, see how they play out. I guess somewhat very, very basic, minimal spoilers, but of the first movie. But um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I I did I did thoroughly enjoy the movie. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what they do with this one. Uh, now that they listen to fan feedback and it actually worked out and, uh, yeah, man, good to see that <laughs> this movie didn't get ruined. Like all of the, uh, unfortunate ones of the past, uh, not of their doing, but of, you know, horrible directors that just had, have no respect for the source material, which, uh, boy. When is that monster hunter? When is that horrible monster hunter movie coming out? Because man, that's gonna be it's a train wreck. I want to see. I really do. But anyway, good stuff. Good stuff. I think that covers all the news for the week. So uh, next, talk about what I've been up to, gaming wise. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, do, do I need to say <laughs> modern warfare, man? So at least, uh, lately I've been playing with some friends, um, specifically for the war zone, uh, part, uh, which actually been pretty fun. I can say guys, finally, after years and years of not really trying, I guess, <laughs> since I, I don't even play battle royale like that, but finally got my first chicken dinner. So good. So good. First chicken dinner in a Fortnite game. Well, not, I mean, not Fortnite, but in a battle royale game ever. Um, and it felt great. Felt good. Now I don't feel pressure now that like I've yet to win a battle royale game, but now all is good. All is good in the world. All is peaceful. Yes. Um, so yeah, did that also played, um, a bit of the multiplayer to get finish out my, uh, challenges, which I successfully did. Uh, so I don't have to worry about that now, but I do hear that, um, double XP tier XP weapon XP is going to be this weekend so i'm definitely going to capitalize on that because i think i'm at 90 in uh, my battle pass here so get that ranked up real quick fully complete the season before it ends um next week since i believe that's confirmed for the new season four so but all in all man still thoroughly enjoying that game it is great yeah i have to say definitely it's definitely uh, surpassed Modern Warfare 2 as my favorite Call of Duty of all time. I could definitely confidently say that now. First, I was very uncertain, but man, just how much I am playing it, uh, being encouraged to play other weapons, to rank those up, um, consistently wanting to play it, 
like way more than the uh, time frame that I generally tend to fall off on multiplayer games specifically. Bees knees, man. Bees knees. Um, after that, I uh, played a bit of Gears Tactics as well. Um, finally got past the annoying part that made me basically rage quit the game on hold for a bit. Um, yeah, it was just this boss battle again. That is one big gripe I have with Gears Tactics, at least after playing this and dying multiple times. Just the, the boss battles are too long and drawn out, I guess, to, you know, try to be in sync with the game's, um, I guess, format of turn-based, um, you know, action strategy. It's just, yeah, it just feels too drawn out. Having to juggle the boss on top of the enemies that come in, you have to manage that. And then on top of that, you have these, um, I guess, danger zones, basically, where... Uh, after each turn, the boss, uh, at least this boss specifically, um, it becomes a volatile area that you have to move out of the specific area. But then on top of that, you're juggling, trying to, you know, put yourself in the best position and not get hit by the uh, enemies. And I don't know. I mean, that in of itself is OK, but just the fact that it's so drawn out is uh, my issue and gripe with it. Cut made the boss. Uh, much shorter in terms of health, which it, it just feels drastically long, especially when you add the, the turn based factor. It just makes it really uh, unpleasant and annoying, especially when you get killed or make the wrong decision and one of your unkillable teammates die. You have to freaking literally go back from a checkpoint. But then on the checkpoint, it feels like it's drastically you lose so much progress uh, from checkpoint to checkpoint, it's uh, it can be very discouraging, um, very testing of the patience as well in terms of, you know, just wanting to play the game, which uh, I think that's definitely a problem that could have easily been mitigated by just making the boss uh, battle much shorter in terms of just life, essentially, because... Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a been a tad annoying. So I think I'm somewhat close to beating it. I think, but um, we'll see. I don't know. I'll definitely see it through. I mean, at this point, I got to. Uh, especially, I am actually pretty legitimately interested in the story as well. So, um, we'll see. But I don't know. <laughs> On thin ice, either way, especially. Stuff has been pulling, you know, since last time we talked. Um, but yeah, outside of that, uh, actually went to a friend's house and boy, <laughs> unexpectedly played uh, a lot of damn Streets of Rage 4, that's for sure. Um, but it was fun, it was fun. Uh, <laughs> a lot of rage, <laughs> I guess. Uh, hence the name. A lot of rage was induced in terms of the uh, game. So it hasn't, I haven't played the, I guess, the patched version or latest patched version, which uh, from last episode or the episode before that, we talked about um, how the Xbox version, which I was playing, was a build behind 
the uh, all the other versions, PS4, Switch, and uh, PC, um, Steam specifically. Xbox Game Pass version is the same as Xbox, but um, yeah. So at least playing on the PS4 was the first time I played the patch version. It seemed like it's some notable differences. I guess specifically the difficulty. I don't know. It felt like it's feels like it's more challenging now in some aspects. Cause at least when I was playing, we, we were playing four player. And um I guess maybe it's just the scaling of the the players more than the difficulty, but we were consistently trying to play on hard on arcade mode, which is kind of like uh basically you get only a set amount of lives. Uh, to play through the whole game. And if you die, uh, you have to restart the whole game um, where, yeah, we would get super close and we would get, <laughs> we would all get killed some way, somehow. Um, and then, yeah, ultimately not make it. So, yeah. Ugh. Uh, disappointing. I guess it might be more so the, the, the character count than the, um, the difficulty, but I mean, we were playing a hard and with the four player, which I, th- I would assume it would even out, but I don't know. It didn't feel like it let up. So <laughs> we ultimately didn't succeed. Actually, we just ultimately gave up because, uh, yeah, we would get close to the end and then just not make it, just not make it, you know, which happens. It does. Um, yeah, I was uh, it was an enlightening experience, humbling experience in terms of just just boy, Streets of Rage doesn't play on, on hard. That's uh, at least one takeaway I did take. So, outside of that, it's pretty much all I've been playing, gaming wise. Um, I guess we'll talk about somewhat semi media. Um, I did been hearing a lot about Uncut Gems. Uh, didn't see it when it came out in theaters, just didn't really speak to me. Um, but definitely acknowledged a lot of the hype around it, saying that it's regarded as one of the best movies ever. Oh my God, best movie 2019. I think that's when it came out. Uh, but then, yeah, finally came around to Netflix. I think people said it was out in other countries, but not the US specifically. I think this past weekend, it did come out. So I was like, you know what? Been hearing a lot of good stuff about this. So yeah, I'll give it a shot. Let me, let, let's see what it's all about. Adam Sandler of all people having a really good role. Okay. Let me, let me, let me try it out. So watch the movie. I think it was like two and a half hours. So, and, um, yeah, man, I was a bit disappointed. I have to say a bit disappointed. Uh, I think it was just a matter of just the overhypeness of it. If I, if I had lower expectations, I don't, I don't think I'd feel the same way. But yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just the genre of the movie. I was kind of talking about this on Twitter, but uh, yeah, I understand the the intention and the the intention, direction, and symbolism of the movie. But after just all of it together, I don't know. It just didn't, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I was ex- it, I was just expecting something else. Uh, more, I guess. What's the word? More slick and sly. At least that's kind of the initial impression I got. But yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, I'm not going to try to. I guess I could. Nah, I'm not going to spoil it, especially for people. Now they kind of have had somewhat of a resurgence. But uh, I know, I guess this this director or directors, I think there are two people that they're known for doing a lot of stress inducing, uh, frantic, I guess a jarred movies where it's like very pretty much just that. But, uh, but I mean that, that is one aspect, but I don't think that was an aspect to its detriment for me. It didn't feel like, uh, well, uh, it just felt like very stress inducing, like this keeps happening and having to worry about, well, is this, is, is this going to pay off for this guy and stuff like that? But yeah, I don't know, man, it's hard to describe even now what like pretty much a week after I still don't really get it, I guess I get it, but I don't get it at the same time, if that makes sense. I definitely understand the underlying themes and and things like that with it, but I can't even describe it really, uh, at least without spoiling it. But it um okay, I think I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil it. Um, I'll just you know spoilers spoilers for Uncut Gems movie that came out twenty nineteen. You had your chance. Spoilers spoilers spoilers. Uncut Gems. So at least the basic plot of the movie is that you're this guy after damn, I forgot his name. Robert. Darn it. Um, but basically Adam Sandler's character, he's, uh, basically like kind of like a money hungry, greedy, um, kind of, um, betting man, I guess if I were to say, uh, but he owns this jewelry store where they kind of sell very suspect, I guess, I guess pretty much counterfeit a jewelry for the most part. It seems like at least kind of towards the end, uh, or sus very suspect jewelry, if anything, um, where they, he has that, uh, but then basically he's gotten himself into deep trouble. <laughs> oh, surprise where, uh, he basically, um, gambled a lot of money and lost in the gambling. So he basically, uh, invests a lot in sports betting and things like that. So pretty much the whole movie kind of, um, What's the word kind of uh, dissects that where, you know, basically displays his behavior or at least what it would be like for somebody with a gambling addiction and how they kind of operate. Um, and you see a lot of the underlying themes kind of complement that. Um, and, you know, to not go too much into it, I guess uh, pretty much. Towards the, I guess the 
the act, the final act of the movie. Uh, basically, Adam gets himself into big trouble again. And now it's like, well, how is he going to get out of this? So now with the money, he actually gets to selling uh, this very famous rock or very uh, um, mysterious rock to uh, Kevin Garnett, the actual his real depiction. Um, he he gambles directly on uh, Kevin Garnett in terms of his game. I think his playoff game with the not the 76ers. I don't think so. This was back in 2012. So I don't remember who the team he was playing with, but basically it's a high stakes game that he's betting on uh, with uh, taking yet another risk in an attempt to pay back all of the people that he's uh, he has put in a uh, hot heat collections for not paying them back. Um, so long story short, he, um, it pays off. He uh, wins big, the biggest he's ever won. Uh, and I guess I didn't mention the fact that they locked him in a damn um, his jewelry um, security area where basically they lock it and you're confined in there, I guess, presumably to prevent um, thwart people trying to steal his jewelry. So they will be locked in. Um so they were locked in there. He finally, uh, during this whole time of the game, um, and getting his, uh, what is his, his, uh, girlfriend who put in the money for him, be it boy. It's like, it's, it's looping the other stuff, but essentially, um, when he wins and he, he knows he's won the big money, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, everything's good now. He uh, opens up the door and then the one guy just shoots him dead in the face and he's dead. So pretty much it's like he gets the payoff and then as well, I guess kind of a happy ending depending on how you interpret it, because I guess the same negative loop would keep happening again where, and this is kind of what the movie kind of wanted to show you at least I felt that um, kind of exhibiting the behavior of uh, somebody with a gambling addiction of trying to get the rush and fulfillment of of um, gambling or the thrill of gambling that I can potentially lose this, but I can also potentially win this uh, tenfold, um, basically showing that behavior of the loop of, you know, um, getting this win and get more money, keep, keep wanting to get more money, but there, there is no, I guess, defined point or, um, I guess threshold where it's like, okay, I've, I've got everything I wanted. I'm good. But the fact that he keeps going and try to get more money is, uh, at least them for me, the impression I got from the movie of, you know, exhibiting gambling behavior or gambling addiction and, uh, you know, him having the biggest win he's ever got <laughs> in conjunction with him getting killed at that same period, um, I guess is a sweet end, at least for him. But I don't know. I guess I guess it's just I, I didn't really it didn't really resonate with me how I thought it would in terms, I guess, to just overall out of the movie. 
but I'm, I know a lot of people said that, yeah, it's like very stress inducing. Like it's very tense. They're like, oh man, is he going to get this? Oh man, they, they keep holding him up. What is he going to do? Type of deal, which I, I, I guess I saw that it wasn't as bothersome as a, at least what a lot of other people were making it out to be. But yeah, I don't know. I totally understand it. But it just didn't, uh, really wow me like I wanted to. I don't know. But uh, Adam Sandler's character was definitely awesome. He was he was great. Um totally believed it. Um yeah, he was he was pretty great. Um yeah, it's, it's a shame I hear he didn't he didn't even get nominated for that movie for an Emmy or Oscar. I always forget which one they are. Um but that's a damn shame because uh, he definitely he definitely did a great job for that role. But yeah, so yeah, Uncut Gems personally, uh, it was okay. It's a good movie on its own, but yeah, just uh, I think I was just I just was expecting too much from it. Um, I think if I had much lower expectations, I would have uh, enjoyed it more. I guess I thought it was going to be way more smart if that makes sense which i mean technically it is but you know i thought it was going to be more like um maybe oceans 11 some type of um you know like oceans 11 meets street kings where it's kind of like a very witty thought thought out type of thriller uh but you know there's a lot of slyness and uh you know, ingenuity in terms of maybe presumably like stealing um, jewels or, you know, something like that. I don't know. Uh, at least that's kind of at least generally what I was expecting. But yeah, it was OK. It was OK. Didn't wow me. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, outside of that, it's pretty much all been catching up with outside of media and the tubes of you or <laughs> if somebody ever refers to YouTube like that. Hey, it's <laughs> probably some old dude. Let's be honest. Probably some, uh, some dad with the dad jokes. <laughs> hey, Carol, uh, you got some of them. Uh, you want to watch some tubes of you? Huh? <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't now. I don't now. No, thank you. So, yeah. Yeah. All bad. But uh either way, I think that'll conclude uh episode fifty seven of Switches Sites. Um for March. I keep saying March and I, I realized post episode last time I said March instead of May. May twenty eighth. 2020. Um, but yeah, outside of that, um, you can catch me recording this live on uh Twitch TV slash a switch. Uh, I do occasionally play games whenever I'm in the mood for that, uh, in terms of streaming. Um, you can also catch the archived versions of these videos on youtube.com slash a switch, where I also upload some uh, video game content as well. Um, 
You can also follow me on uh, Twitch TV, not Twitch TV, dummy, um, twitter.com, uh, at a switch as well. Um, what else? I think that's it. I always feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh yeah. If you are listening to this on your favorite podcast and platforms, uh, feel free to like rate, subscribe, any of that good stuff, good or bad. Um, any feedback is appreciated. Uh, any questions you like to have answered on the show. Also feel free to submit them at a switch TV at gmail.com. I think, I think that does it. Um, but yeah, uh, boy, this world is getting crazy, man. Um, till next time guys, uh, don't cough. Uh, don't cough. Get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.